Well, huh. yeah. I have to say, okay. I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm hyper right now because I, I had a little bit of coffee, um, mm-hmm. and a donut. Also, I'm really excited to <laughs> talk about this episode because I know that I had a lot of last week slander because the episode was just so god awful. Yeah. I did did have a Mm -hmm. lot of slander last week, and that's that's on me. But I do want to say that this week's episode just threw me through a loop. I mean, I pumped the brakes because I'm like, this this is what this is what I'm talking about now. It's a little bit spicier. (laughs) It's a little bit crazier. What? It's like my whole brain has rewired itself, so now it likes the show again. So I just want to let everyone know that that's how I kind of work, where I hate something mm-hmm. one second and then I like something a lot the next second. Yeah, it makes our friendship very tumultuous. <laughs> I wish I knew what that word meant, but I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> also, well, you I'm would just agree. super excited to talk to you as well. I, I feel like, I know we've been texting back and forth, but I don't know, I'm just really mm-hmm. excited to see you through the screen. Well, our texting mostly consists of just TikToks being sent back and forth, mm-hmm. honestly. Lots of TikToks. Many, yeah. many TikToks. When I did recall a moment where I was like, I'm never going to see her on TikTok ever again. And you came back. Mm-hmm. I did come back. And I came back with, um, uh, I came back very, what's the word? Very fiercely, I guess, because okay. it now has bled into my actual life and now my skincare routine, because I have started doing okay. something that I saw on TikTok, which is maybe ill-advised. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to deny that. Okay. Um, But I swear t- TikTok is like making me become like a holistic dermatologist or something like that, because I am... That's an interesting I have begun, It is. It's an interesting lane, but I have... Um, started to make my own sea salt water and spray it on my face (laughs) Mm -hmm. twice Mm -hmm. a day okay okay no that's good (laughs) i like that i don't know if you like it though because your face your mouth is saying one thing but your face looks scared Mm. um i think it's cool I think that's really great. Is it interesting? <laughs> well, yes. Do you, every time I do it though, it burns my face really badly. There we go. But that makes that's me what I was waiting that for. Makes, <laughs> that's, what, that, that's what makes me think it's, it's like working. <laughs> oh, okay. So all the burns on your face, you're like, it's working, it's working. Because would you rather yeah, have I acne so. or would you rather have burns? I'd rather have burns. Okay, I've been with acne for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd rather have right. a rash. Well, that that's great. I think that's awesome mm-hmm. because I know that I think of last week or the week before, you said TikTok was giving you nightmares. So are we getting over this? Are we getting like a better oh, relationship no. with TikTok? How is this going? No, definitely not. Like I think mm-hmm. I, I had a really weird dream where I something happened to me that startled me so much that I woke up in like real life. That's really scary. Like I had a jump scare in my dream. It was really weird. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what your brain is thinking, but it's scary. It's scary. It, well, it was really scary. And actually the next day I felt, oh my god, this is so embarrassing, but I guess I'm going to say I'm going to say it. So, um my <laughs> well, dream I mean, was you're spraying very sea salt water all over your face. 
That's not embarrassing to me, though, even though it maybe should be. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay, so, yeah, I had a nightmare this week, um, and I've been playing this video game that has, like, a lot of, like, it's set in Japan, so mm-hmm. my dreams have been kind of, like, Japan-centered. I don't know why. Anyways, so um, in my dream, I was basically hanging out at this, like, Japanese Buddhist temple, essentially. And I was having a great time, actually. It was was great. And then, like, the jump scare happened. Like, all of a sudden, the dream, like, it, like paused almost and like the 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 scene just switched like that and it was just a thing of this like monkey creature sitting on like this weird throne with like really like like with like gold monk like garb on it and it was weirdly smiling and it was it was really scary and that jump scare woke me up in real life and (laughs) this is this is the embarrassing part so Mm -hmm. then um I'm uh, in the shower that that next morning and I'm thinking like what was that like it felt demonic like it wasn't right (gasps) and so I you know very much living my Bella Swan fantasy I decided Mm -hmm. to go online and like look up like if there's any like like like, you know what she does with the vampires and she does her whole research yeah so I decided to start looking up like buddhist monkeys and see yes i i started to invoke bella swan wow <laughs> and i was looking up like if this if that figure is correlated to like some type of like demon or okay. something yeah um and your turns out i couldn't find anything successful there we go it, it was yeah mm-hmm. i couldn't find anything but um it was very scary <laughs> i mean it's never ending with you i just <laughs> I mean, it's super cool. Like, that's, like, fun because I don't have dreams where I can just, like, remember them and talk about them. But sometimes it goes a little too far. Well, I'm sorry to the to people who do listen. And if, if someone out there listens every week, you know, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I know that we start every episode talking about my dreams. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, I only leave the house through my mind. So I have to, and now <laughs> so that's all I got. <laughs> and now you're having contact with the underworld through your mind. I think so. Yeah, with the Japanese underworld. That's I actually. So. I mean, to be honest, like completely honest, that's kind of iconic, right there. It's iconic until you live it, because it was super scary. Ooh. Like I felt like I felt like straight up I was visited by something. <gasps> but we have yeah. spoken about something being in your home. Maybe do you think that? there's something going on there or i just didn't get i didn't get a japanese vibe from the oh you didn't get japanese okay (laughs) i can't believe this i cannot believe this i didn't get a japanese vibe that's i don't know if that's racist or what it's not it's not okay i don't i I, because i i get the sense that he's not from that culture i don't think that's okay there we go i don't think that He's related to any monks or anything like mm-hmm. or anything Asian in general at all. Okay, I guess so that's why fair I think to say. maybe I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just like the 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 strange demon manifested itself in that way because the dream was already like taking its about course. a temple. I don't know. I don't know, but um, hmm. uh, I will say though that both that dream 
and this episode made me nauseous <gasps> i almost well, threw up a few I times yeah um i know you Even said though that I did you say loved... the episode was much much better which it was way better than the last mm-hmm. episode i there was some times where i'm like will i will i vomit now will puke mm-hmm. come out of my mouth right now so i i'm on the same page with you yeah it especially the beginning the beginning really threw me for a loop but um (laughs) oh god all right well um we should say welcome before i get into the summary it's usually yeah welcome if if you guys kind of blacked out during the dream sequence with the um you know the buddhist (laughs) temples and the monkeys and the gold gear welcome back because we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about ezra and Arya. so put your seatbelt on oh and jason yeah. Yes, Jason, but okay. it's a lot of Ezra and Arya with Jason on the side, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He's an appetizer. <laughs> okay, so um, let's get into the episode. So this um, is season two, episode nine, called Picture This, which actually the, <gasps> the title is pretty appropriate. Yes. Mm-hmm. There were pictures in the episode. There, there was at least a single picture. <laughs> Even I saw a, camera a couple. Too. I saw at least three pictures. At least, yeah. At least, yeah. So, um, here's a summary. In this episode, Arya struggles to get Jason off her mind, even though Spencer grows more suspicious of him. Emily is forced to play along to A's antics, and Caleb must decide between his biological mother and Hannah. Meanwhile, Mike becomes extremely reclusive, leaving his parents divided on how to help him. Yes. That's basically the episode. Mm-hmm. Basically. Um, so, we kind of uh, talked about being nauseous and throwing up, and this is where it begins, right in the beginning, in the yeah. cold open. The very first um, episode. I mean, very first scene of the episode. <laughs> Can you imagine this being the first episode? <laughs> yeah actually yes honestly if this was the first episode maybe things would make more sense down the line perhaps yeah um but in this scene Arya and ezra are in bed together and it's Mm -hmm. kind of you know the abc version of a sex dream you know Um, well at first it's not really i don't know if it was hinted that it was a dream but we do find out it was a dream because there's just no way it was realistic if she had Ezra and well, Jason in the bed. Yeah, because she turns over and then there's Jason like like a golem Miss or me? something. Like, <laughs> yeah, hanging over her. Gross. Uh, and that wakes her up. And it, it, honestly, I don't know what's scarier, having a weird monkey demon creature in your dream or having Jason hovering over you asking if you if you miss him. I don't know what's Both scarier. Both are equally fearful. Like, <laughs> I would be so scared. I would scare, wake up scared if both were in my face. Because Jason hovering with his, like, bleached bangs hitting me in the face, mm-hmm. I would be like, what's going on? Somebody help me. And if there was also a monkey, I don't know what, I mean, I would be scared. <laughs> uh, but, you're, you know, it's so funny about Jason is that Jason look like, looks like he just came off the beach, but they're, like, in Pennsylvania. It's I just realized that, as you said, the, the blonde thing. He looks yeah. like he just, like, like walked off from, like, surfing or something. Uh, I definitely don't, like, I don't know. I don't know about him. Something's going on. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's just a dream, and she wakes up. And uh, the 
next scene is Hannah and Emily, and they are also in the candy striper gear. So they somehow stole more, like, candy striper clothing. And they are, like, a lookout for Spencer as she tries to find page five of Mm -hmm. the autopsy report. Um, And, of course, they don't find it because we know that Ed, you know, threw it away. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Took it or threw it out. Yeah, but what's very interesting is um, a certain character walks by, and that would be Jenna. Why is and she always around? She's always around. I don't know. And I want to know why they were conducting her tests Where the morgue in the is. morgue. Right. <laughs> why it's were they doing it like, there? They were like, oh, we need them to see Jenna, but they're going to be mm-hmm. by the morgue. Okay, we'll just have her walk by. Well, if they were walking out of the hospital, they could just see her walk into the hospital. No, no, no. We're going to have it by the morgue. Okay. It's because they already they already had, like, the morgue. Maybe maybe they filmed those things, the, the, everything in the morgue on the same day. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, so Jenna is actually, lucky her, she's being considered for, like, cornea, cornea replacement, replacement surgery. surgery. So she can get her sight I- back. Yeah, and I guess that's a real thing. I'm not. A, I'm not an eye doctor or a doctor of any sort, so I'm assuming that's real. I'm gonna give um, the writers benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And say we're that's just gonna real. say yeah, it's real. I mean, there is surgeries out there yeah. for that you to get your eyesight back. I mean, but I don't know if the one in, in specific they had like a whole name for it in the episode, but I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the real thing. We'll just say it's real. In this show full sure. of fake things, we'll say that's real. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> All right, so the next scene um, is Hannah and Emily again, and, but this time they're in Hannah's room for the second mm-hmm. time. It's very exciting. And, At a different uh, angle, though. Yes, and Emily is throwing out all of the lotion that her and Hannah both own because they're because Emily's obviously afraid that um, A, put steroids in everything just to make sure, like, you know, Emily got it in her system. Right. And... Something that struck me as super odd is that Hannah was not at all freaked out at the prospect of someone breaking into her room and putting chemicals in her lotion. She had, mm-hmm. didn't care. Not a no thought. No care. She was more worried about, like, a, a lotion that was actually stolen being thrown out. Mm-hmm. That's all she cared about. And in the end, she still threw it out. She did. Uh, because Emily threatened her with back pimples and chin hairs, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of offensive to people who have those things, I thought. <laughs> Offending my community. <laughs> so this this episode triggered you? A little bit. A little we'll, bit. We'll but get on our letter I, to the board of whoever mm-hmm. put that show together later. I just... I'm I I hated how Hannah had no reaction to someone breaking into her room, but it's whatever I guess. But again, um, it's like they're so caught up in like the most stupidest things that they don't care that someone just follows them around constantly. They have to know that A is watching them at all times to get text messages whenever they're doing something, and they don't care mm-hmm. about that. They're just like, oh, I got another text. Oh, look, look at this. You're not worried? the only one. The only one who, who I think has, like, actual, like, I guess, okay reactions to A messing with them is 
Emily sometimes and Spencer because usually her Spencer she freaks out and starts to like yeah. you know have a whole investigation right. whereas Arya and Hannah are just like well I guess this is weird I'm gonna go make out with my boyfriend real quick right. it's like they they have it doesn't phase them Arya oh god you know what Emily says something to Arya in the next scene that we'll get to that really um it it made the episode for me <laughs> I think I know what ways. you're talking about yeah um but back to this scene um we also learn that hannah is currently avoiding her father yeah he's calling yeah and um also now a is using emily's steroid results as like blackmail kind of like when um uh she did that a did that with with hannah too about the stolen money right like using that to make hannah every time things she didn't want to do exactly every time yeah mm-hmm. a just gets like blackmail and uses it uses it against them like every time they do something yeah well and maybe you could answer this but whatever happened to the whole thing where ren was like oh well because you're a minor by law i have to tell your father about the test results but that never it happened. just got blown over it really did which is interesting because the dad is gone you know that he's, like, back in Texas or wherever he is. Like, yeah. he was only there for, like, a day. And once his daughter wasn't in the hospital anymore, he's like, okay, bye. Peace. And they just, like, released her. They were like, your dad's not here. We're just yeah. going to let you go. Okay. And he, he and he left without knowing anything at all. Right. Totally in the dark still. Um, it would have been really funny if he left while she was in the hospital. Like, in the bed. He's like, hon, I got to go. I gotta go back to base. And she's like, but dad, uh, my ulcer. And he's like, bye. Keep your chin I gotta up, kid. Go. <laughs> yeah, America needs me. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta I have to go save the world. I don't have time for you. <laughs> I don't have time for you or your stupid ulcer. I have yeah. to go. I mean, just, <sighs> you know, really not important I believe to me. it, though. Yeah. I believe it. If if the if the writer said, oh, yeah, the dad left while she was in the hospital, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, I'd believe I, it. I would actually be like, oh, that's normal. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. At this rate. Yes. <sighs> but right. I, don't think well, th- I don't think the results were ever... I don't know how she has a picture of them on her phone. That's why I'm kind of like, that's weird. Because you don't... I don't know. Because, what, she's 16? I don't know if you're, like, giving your six, the 16-year-old their test results. But in this world, Yes. Yeah, in this world, Mona somehow. Well, I'm, I'm saying that A is Mona. I'm really, right. I'm really. In this world, A in has her. Oh, oh! How does A have her test results? Hello? Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like in this world, like A was able to steal her test results off of some computer. I mean, maybe while she was mm. in the middle of faking being a dead body, she was able right. to <laughs> steal get into the, the test database. Results. I mean, if it really yeah. is Mona, she is the smartest person in the world i mean she's hacking hospital databases yeah she's sneaking into morgues and taking autopsy reports i mean guys here's the thing though we <laughs> first learn you know of mona's character this. i know but we first learn of mona's character as being a really smart nerd so yeah fine maybe. we haven't seen lucas in a while who knows what he's up to maybe he's no he's probably, he's probably dead in a ditch Probably Kayla ran him, ran him over on accident. Who knows what <laughs> happened to him? He's just, he's watching Star Wars in in the <laughs> yearbook room. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, okay, so the next scene is Emily and Arya. And 
surprisingly, Emily immediately tells Arya everything that's happening, including the blackmail, like mm-hmm. everything. And I think it's interesting to see the same storyline, but instead where Hannah like kept kept everything to herself, like Emily's telling everyone about it. <laughs> no secrets. It is kind of strange because there's a lot of episodes where there will be information that Emily does not share with anyone at mm-hmm. all. Or she goes straight to the people that are sabotaging her life and tells them everything. So it's really Mm -hmm. just kind of a mix between her not saying something and just right away telling everyone. And she does have, like, a streak for just, like, shouting things out. Like, when she was, like, the letter she wrote was fake to Samara, Mm -hmm. like, after her training. She just, like, blurted that out. Yeah, and... It's hard to tell with her if she wants to keep it a secret or not. And I, I also don't think that Emily would share this with Arya. That wouldn't be the person she goes to because, all it, let's just okay, let's just say in this world that Emily would most likely go to Arya, when I think she would most likely go to Spencer. If mm-hmm. I'm being honest. Yeah. But Arya is the worst person to go to for this because she is so selfish and caught up in her own boy drama that yeah. when Emily says I'm being blackmailed by a strange person, Arya's response is don't worry about it it's fine anyway so jason was in my dream like yeah she doesn't care yes 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 and if i was in rosewood and Arya was my friend and things like this were happening to us i would never go to her for any type of advice ever in my life even if i was like hey Arya, i i think like i have a hangnail what like look at this she would she wouldn't even know she wouldn't even know (laughs) she would know nothing even though that's the weirdest thing to go to somebody for like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even ask her, like, a simple question ever. Like, oh, oh, when's the homework due? She wouldn't know it. I would never ask her. And even if she did know it, she wouldn't tell you because she'd be so busy texting Jason or calling Ezra. Like, she would never. Exactly. She, you know what? She's the type of friend who, like, when, who, when they're in a relationship, just, just like, doesn't talk to you anymore. Like, treats you like Or, like, the like relationship is garbage. their personality trait now. They're like, oh, I have yes. a boyfriend, so I'm better than you, and this is, like, this mm-hmm. is who I am. Yeah. It's like, okay, I've well, then I don't want this relationship. Exactly. <laughs> but um, uh, this episode with Arya and her, like, Jason problems is kind of funny. It's a little funny, and um, I can't wait for Arya to get burned, because I know she will. True. Anyways. So, also in this scene, like, because Emily, well, she first checks, like, she catches Arya, like, checking out Jason, and Jason, like, checking out her. Yeah, because um, he's, like, now working is, at the school, right? Yeah, um, and this is where Arya sort of admits the dream thing, and Emily mm-hmm. is immediately like, no, you can't go down that road, don't do it. And she even says I to love Arya... I, I wrote it down. She's like, and she's like, I know you like dark and mysterious, like, guys, and you like to fix things, yep. but don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I just about died. Okay, but, like, why do they all think she's the fixer? Where did this come from? Where did this stem from? I need to know that these girls... Cause Emily says it. She's like, I know you like to fix things. What mm-hmm. has she fixed? Have you seen Nothing. her fix something? No. So we need to just kind of get that out of your heads. Mm-hmm. In fact, the only... Actually, I would consider Spencer to be the fixer. If there's, if there's, if there's even a fixer in this group, if we right. had to, do, if we had to say so. Because yeah. I, ultimately, I think none of them are fixers. But if we had to, I would say it's Spencer. It's not Arya. I would agree with you, even though it's not her main thing well her main thing is she wants to fix 
the things that actually matter, which is Allison's, like, murder situation mm-hmm. and who did it. She's and, just, like, a detective. Um, she thing. really should just work for the police force at this She point. really should. I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, when they get out of high school, if they have her go to college for law or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or I could see them, you know, having our character do that. Um, but, because yeah, so that was, that was a great line have Emily. Which I'm not completely sure, but remember when all the girls like Emily, Hannah, and Spencer were like, "Oh, Jason's probably the murderer," or he like they just don't like him. Mm-hmm. Very suspicious. They I don't think they've talked to Arya about that yet. No, they haven't. Okay. Because every time someone brings it up, Arya is like gone with yeah. Jason. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, "Oh, we'll have fun." He's a killer, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So the next. The next, I've written, I've written something else down, but once again, I can't read my own handwriting. Well, kind of after that, which is kind of a not very interesting scene, mm-hmm. we have Ashley calling Hannah from her office, which is her dark office, unnaturally dark. It's so dark. It's like they There's forgot what her light. office looked like, so they're like, "Well, we're just gonna make it darker because we don't remember." Mm-hmm. It was weird, and because tom has been trying to reach hannah because isabel would like hannah to be in the wedding as a bridesmaid which is kind of weird and hannah thinks it was weird too to she's also thinks it's weird she's like that's strange but i think it would be nice for her to do it for her dad and not for isabel um but she's been avoiding him so there's that yeah, I was actually, I felt the same. I thought it was actually weird, too, to, like, have Isabel try to force Hannah to like her and to be into this whole situation. I yeah. think she should have really asked Hannah, like, do you want to be a bridesmaid? Not, like, just decide that she is. It's a little right. weird. Because it definitely um, would be awkward. Just awkward. It would just be awkward mm-hmm. because she doesn't like Isabel anyway, and I'm pretty sure Isabel knows that from their first meeting. So to just assume that Hannah will be in her wedding is kind of bold. It is. Yeah. Well, what's also very bold is this next part of the scene because I, I, you know, it made me realize a few things about these, about these four girls Mm -hmm. because they're talking about Jenna and how she may qualify for that cornea transplant thing. Yeah. The eye surgery. And these girls are really sitting here saying out loud, admitting and saying, I hope that this girl can never see again. Yeah. They yeah, they wishing. were. And Jenna actually they- sits a few feet away. So yes, that's yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's very interesting because you would think they would be nice people, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Even Emily, they're not. You, would, you would think Emily would have a heart, and she's like, "Do you mm-hmm. think if she gets her sight back, like we'll be in trouble, and we can like not care about us like potentially blinding her?" And Spencer's like, yeah, maybe the guilt won't be there, but we still, you know, blinded her. And it's like, you guys all have this wrong. You guys are all wrong here. You're all in the wrong. You know what I mean? And what I know what you mean, because and what really hits at home is one of them says, you know, I, you know, she's doing all of this with only four senses. But imagine if she had all five. (gasps) They are really sitting here. Saying out loud and agreeing with each other that this girl should never see again. Yeah. She should never. She's not they allowed. They want her to be blind. Do you yes, know they do. how awful of a person you have to be <laughs> to wish upon someone for their eye surgery to go wrong and they can't see ever again? Do you know how messed up that is? <laughs> Hello? Oh, my God. 
it worse? Is that it's worse. It's already worse. I know, but what makes it even the cherry on top is uh-huh. that in the beginning of the episode, when we saw Jenna first walking by and learning about this whole surgery thing. Yeah. Jenna says in front of Hannah and Emily, she says, I can't wait to see the ocean again. I'm so yes! excited. This <laughs> poor girl. Madison, do you remember when she was doing pottery and she's like, I used to like see yes. like, the sun shining on the water and I tried to recreate that with my pottery. My heart just <laughs> fell out of my soul. My, my soul it just crumpled and it's on the floor and someone stepped on it. I don't like Jenna, but I don't like them even more because they want her to be blind. Yeah. You guys are awful, horrible, disgusting people. And that's what made me realize, oh my god, the real villain are the girls. They are the real villains. Yeah. I agree. I, could, I couldn't even... I, I, I couldn't believe what was happening. They were like, I, we want her to stay blind. Because they don't want their lives to be... To be ruined. Ruined. It's like, you ru- This is what they forgot. They blinded her first! <laughs> They threw a bomb in her face. <laughs> it's it's not funny that she threw a bomb. It's funny because they no. did. The, it's not funny, but it's you know what I mean. It's I'm funny because to just they think it, it's but, okay. Oh my god, that is just so oh. horrible. They're I like know. we're almost as if they were like, oh, is it really bad that we blinded her? Because like we didn't actually. Mm-hmm. Like, it was Allison who threw it in. But you were there. Yeah, they were all there. It's, and then kept it a wow. secret. Wow. And wow. and then they're like, oh, we can't say anything. Yeah, of course. That, it really... If I accidentally really blinded... No, let me, put, let me put it this way. If I accidentally stepped on someone's toe, I feel bad for the rest of the week. <laughs> so if you don't feel bad that you blinded someone... You, you, you're bad. You're bad. Evil. And you know what? See, if the girls had had stepped on someone's toe, they would all hope that the person never walks again. That's, that's the type of person they are. The type of people they are. Oh, my God. I hope they don't get that really important toe surgery for them to see their family. You guys are great. <laughs> Could you imagine being in that friend group? I would just sit there with my no. mouth open in shock the whole time. I would just be like, I don't know how you guys have made it this far, really. You deserve to have A bully you at this point. I'm on A's team point. now. Mm-hmm. I'm team A. I, I would be like, do you guys have her number? Because I'm going to give her a quick call and say I'm on her side now. Mm-hmm. Because you guys deserve this. Ooh, wow. Thinking yeah, it's okay scene... to let a blind person stay blind. <sighs> for, their, for, like, for their own selfish purposes. It's great. Right. Wow. Okay, well... After that, yeah, after that scene, um, we get, we see another one where Spencer is spying on Jason mm-hmm. and she not you know, very sees well. a plan, not very well, no. Um, she's literally like in front of the bush, essentially, not even really hiding behind <laughs> to it. To be honest, it didn't even look like she was in front of a bush. She just looked like she was standing there and he could have mm-hmm. clearly seen her, but I'm done at this point. It wasn't, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he saw her. I know that at this point, it's like, he just pretended he didn't see her. She was wearing a bright red shirt. She was. And she's also Snoop a tall. Better. She's a tall person. Like, she's not, like, right. someone you wouldn't notice. So, anyways, 
But yeah, so she sees Jason being very protective of his shed, which he keeps locked, but the key like is easily like find like you can right. easily find the key because it's just above which, the door. At this point, it's really Jason's fault. You don't put the key to something yeah. that you want to be locked above where the lock is. Mm-hmm. But you do you, whatever. Well, thank you know. Thankfully, he did because we did find we find out later what was in that shed. But mm-hmm. yeah, so so Spencer kind of puts a plan in motion. Um, and the next scene is oh, Samara. Samara this is was back. a great scene. It was. I think it was. Um, all you know, because of Ashley. Oh, 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 she is. Ashley is actually, I think, my favorite character. She is the best. She's my favorite. She is the. Actually, I, I'm going to say this, and this is probably the craziest thing I'm going to say, but it's true. I've watched a lot of TV in my life, and she's one of my favorite characters out of any TV show I've ever watched in my entire life. Okay, that's a lot. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Um, she's awesome. She's amazing. Best person ever. Well, I love the energy for her, but and I would say she's probably my favorite mom I've like seen on a, like a teen show. We can also say that, yes, yeah. But um, yeah, so Samara is talking to Emily um, and saying, you know, like we ha- we can't really have the Pride Club meeting because of certain things happening. Mm-hmm. And one Ashley of the pe- then persons got sick or whatever, and they can't yeah. like, be at their house. Dead COVID. Yeah, so Ashley, she offers to have the meeting at her house. The real MVP in that moment. She, um, yeah, continues to surprise me. But mm-hmm. she needs more lights in her office. That's just kind of too much. She, she needs at least one lamp. Just one. At least. Or open the curtains a little bit, you know? I mean, try. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a nice little moment. And then Ashley and Emily kind of have, a, have like a little heart-to-heart thing where Ashley's like, you know what? I love you for who you are. I mean, Girl boss. my heart, you know what I mean? It's because, like, mm-hmm. she had to live with Pam, who hated her for being who she was, yeah. and would never accepted her for who she was. Even in the end, she's probably still like, well, I hate all these gays, but this mm-hmm. is what it is. And then Ashley's here like, bring all your friends over, bring as many lesbians as you want, I want all the lesbians in the town in my house, and I love you. And I'm like, you know what, <laughs> Ashley? You're very smart. You're a very smart lady. Yeah, I, she's she's great. Um, and if only Hannah could realize how uh, great her mom is, because Hannah is, you know, off in her own world. Well, Hannah has her own things to think about. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next, oh, the next scene is another, like, throw up vomit moment. This is so um, bad. Because it's Arya and Ezra. And at first I thought it was a dream again. I, 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 I thought did it too. was. Yeah. I was like, oh, here and, we go again. But it wasn't. Unfortunately. No. It was actually real. It was unfortunately real, um, but Arya comes in and like with like a bustier on almost and is like, "Let's get it on your office right now, Ezra." Uh, well, and- the whole thing is she's definitely yeah. feeling I, I want to say guilty, but I don't know with her really about having sex dreams about Jason. So her resolution to this issue is going, "Well, I'm just gonna go have sex with Ezra and everything will be fixed. I'm a fixer. I know what I'm doing." I okay, so the reasons for Arya doing this, I think you I think there is some guilt in there, but to be honest, I think a lot of it is her own selfish need to reassure herself that she is like likes Ezra and likes and is and the and that their relationship mm-hmm. is good. Mm-hmm. Uh and I um I will say though that I am I guess 
I could use the word proud of Arya for finally trying to lock the door. In that moment. I guess. It's really half a point because the door doesn't even lock. At least she shuts it. It doesn't lock. No. (laughs) I do have to say that there's progress because she does shut the door, but it doesn't lock. Mm -hmm. So half a point. Yeah. And there is a, um, there is a scene that I, that, that like sort of completes this one. Do you want to just jump to that real quickly? Because it's really short. Sure. Um, so there's sort of the aftermath of them having their moment together Mm-hmm. And um, Arya is being like super nice, like nicer than normal, and which is setting him off. He's like, "Why are you being oh, so yeah, nice it is. to me?" <laughs> which mm-hmm. is kind of funny. Yeah, I, I do, I do think it's funny that Ezra's like, "Wait, you're actually caring about me? This is weird." Yeah, because <laughs> Arya, she like sets, she goes to the vending machines in the entire university, and she gets all of these like sodas and snacks and sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And Ezra walks in, he's like, oh, I, I would have thought you would have been gone by now. And she's like, no, we're going to hang out and have fun. And he's like, I don't know, it's pretty fishy that you're <laughs> caring about me and you're talking to mm-hmm. me and you're being so nice to me and you want to have dinner with me? I don't know, it's pretty weird. Yeah, and uh, he <laughs> he has good reason to be scared, though, because... <laughs> And she's like, why, she's why are you so nervous? I love you. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he just okay, accepts fine. it. <laughs> Even oh, though he's okay. like, something's well, definitely off. Yeah. Okay, so the next scene after the initial one of them hooking up, uh, Spencer calls Hannah to give her, like, a recap of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting that instead of calling Arya like she normally does, she called Hannah. So it feels like the show is trying to say, like, we're slowly separating Arya and Spencer because mm-hmm. Arya is with this whole Jason thing and it's going to put a rift with everybody. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of already assumed that because mm-hmm. they, because like I said earlier, none of them have told her, have told Arya that they think Jason is a really bad guy. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a little strange because, you know, she's been hanging out with him so much. I would think one of them would go, hey, maybe you shouldn't hang out with Jason so much. But we're also trying to see the spread of Arya and Ezra with the Jason thing. So yeah. there's that that's kind of in the works. And then there's also, like, Arya has, like, starting to have feelings for Jason. So then she's going to be like, no, he's a really good guy. And they're going to be like, no, he's literally a murderer. And she's going to be like, no, I believe him. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be that whole thing. Yeah, I Jason is definitely ruining Arya's life, whether she knows it or not. I mean, she that's deserves for sure. it. You know, I didn't say it, but <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, the next part of that scene is Hannah stumbling upon the private investigator speaking to Caleb. And um, this is an... You, okay. okay, this is where I was like, you really are psychic. It blew oh, my breath away. Why? Because I, I predicted that it was the mother and that she's rich. <laughs> you predicted that it was Caleb's mom that was looking for him. You also predicted that she was rich. And you also predicted that he would leave Hannah to go see her. All of it. Well, because the whole those thing. are things. I mean, it's usually the mom. The dad never cares. The dad never sad. cares. It's true. But it's sad, but it's true. Um, And I thought that, you know, it's expensive to hire a private investigator. So she's probably rich. And also, too, it's a perfect rags to riches story. You know what I mean? It's always. Yeah. yeah. You just always then, surprise me with your humongous brain. Well, be- 
because he also said in the last episode, I'll never leave you. And then this episode, he leaves her. So it's like. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it right when he said that, that his mom was looking for him. I'll never leave you. It's his mother. But this moment of Hannah, of that whole thing being resolved, of immediately everyone knowing exactly what's going on with the mom, the private investigator, all that coming to light. It happened so quickly that it really. They do this all the time. We talk about it all the time of like, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, you know, build up this whole storyline for nothing. For nothing. It will just yeah. crash and fall flat. And it did it, it, did it again. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no tension of like, oh my God, is the mom ever going to come back? Or the mom, that she just decided that, that Caleb was a lost cause? Yeah. And, or is Caleb going to get mad at Hannah when he finds out? No, none of that. Right. None of it at all. I mean, I guess we can also be kind of happy that the private investigator didn't just leave town and just yeah. assume that Caleb, the mom that paid him all this money, like, mm-hmm. would never see her son again, even though he found him. Um, so I'm kind of happy that he kind of had half a brain and was like, I'm going to actually talk to Caleb, which he does. He gives him his card. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like, it, it built up for nothing, and it really went nowhere. So it's I think it was just all just to get him out of town to yeah. put, you know, strain on Hannah, her, like, feelings and relationship with her dad and all that yeah. good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, well, after that, um, Emily's hanging out with all of her lesbian friends, and it's very cute, and she they seems like she's having a great time. party going on. Yeah, how scandalous with all the, with all the, like, the uh, leather vests and feathers in their <laughs> hair and bowl hats. It, it really, it, you know, it, it's very much how, how uh, lesbians looked on TV during the 2000s. Very mm-hmm. much so. Giving very they, L word vibes. They all played poker. Who would have thought? I, I don't because know where they were scandalous. like, oh, lesbians love poker. I don't know what... I, I don't know. Where'd that come from? I don't understand. Maybe the writer once saw a bunch of lesbian, lesbians playing poker and just thought that's what they do. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All of them love poker no matter what. No matter what. Um, but the happiness doesn't last for long because we see that, that A is watching the mm-hmm. whole thing. And, um, A has decided to, um, uh, make Emily flirt with another girl, Zoe, Mm -hmm. in order to, you know, poke at, at Emily and Samara's relationship. Yeah. And if she doesn't give her or get her phone number, she's going to leak all Mm -hmm. of the results of the steroid use on Emily's test or whatever. So that blackmail's above her head. So she's freaking out. She's Mm -hmm. like, I can't even pay attention to this poker game. (laughs) uh but um the next scene after that is spencer uh talking to her mom and Mm -hmm. the mom starts to defend the uh peter that's his name right the dad's Mm -hmm. name starts to defend him and saying oh you know if i found that hockey stick i'd burn it too what are we saying what is going on that didn't shock me i think that spencer's mom and dad think almost very alike um for that relationship to honestly work, I think. And there was this whole thing where, like, they didn't believe Spencer for the longest time, which, mm-hmm. you know, she kept trying. She's like, Ian's a bad guy, Ian's a bad guy. And then after all of that, she's like, what if Ian's not to kill her to her mom? And if I was her mom in that moment, I'd be like, do you know, like, how long it took <laughs> me to even, like, trust you? <laughs> so it's just kind of like all of that for nothing again. But yeah, her mom's I, like, yeah, if I saw the hockey stick, I'd probably throw it out too. It's like, yeah, you're no I help. Guess Why I, is she I even just, talking to you at this point? 
I don't know. I just would have thought that, you know, Spencer's mom would have been more um, independent, like, with her thoughts. I didn't expect her to, like, swallow everything her everything the father says. Like, for instance, um, Spencer asked her about, about her dad's, like, hate towards the De La Rentis family. Yeah. And her mom's, like, kind of hints that she knows why, but not really. She just basically says, like, just trust your father. Like, they're bad people. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have thought that that she would have had a more independent thought, but I guess not. I mean, she even uses the same exact excuse that the dad said, which was, like, we're, we've been through so much already. Like, mm-hmm. why would you want to bring this and bring it all up and dig it all up again, even after Ian has confessed to everything? So, I mean, maybe. And this is where it's really sad, because this whole time we were like, if this was happening to us, we would just tell our parents. And I feel like Spencer has tried to, like, connect with her mom on a lot of levels, and she just turns her down every time. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, but maybe what we're finding out here is that, basically, um, the dad is sort of telling the mom how to think. Well. And that's why it seems like Spencer can't get anywhere. It's because both of her parents, like, they're not having, like... narrow-minded they're thinking things. they're ner- exactly they're narrow-minded they're kind of looking in their own echo chamber of like mm-hmm. thoughts because the father wants spencer's mom to think a certain way and to like sort of have certain responses to things that spencer would ask i mean to get kind of like what we have seen from her dad so far i can kind of understand mm-hmm. he might be a very controlling kind of guy um where he wants to like keep his family in a in place and keep his reputation in place and Mm-hmm. He kind of has, like, a system. So I would I would understand if he would be, like, to his wife. Like, you know, if Spencer brings up that hockey stick thing, like, you know, just tell her we yeah. didn't want any more questions to be asked and just, you know, try to deflect as much as possible because it's not important and we don't need any more stress on the family, family image or whatever. That makes sense. And I will say, too, that the dad is intriguing to me. I do want to see yeah. where that goes. Um, but the next scene is Emily calling, um, Aria to tell her about what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, we'll get to it when we get to it, but that's, the, but that happens. Um, okay. The next scene is what, what we've already discussed, which is Ezra being sus of Aria's niceness. Yeah. Um, and then the next scene is, uh, Emily giving her number to Quinn. I mean, not Quinn, to Ro- Zoe. Zoe. I was gonna yeah. say Roxy. I'm like, No. <laughs> no <laughs> but okay here's my thing obviously emily was able to call aria and like have a not hear her but so then so my thought is like why doesn't emily just give her number to zoe and say oh if you want to hang out just as friends okay that's then, like, what i was saying I don't but know. no she made it awkward she's like here's my number and the girl was like um thanks yeah i and, and to me, and even if A was like, oh, you didn't do it right, I would call A and be like, okay, first of all, you didn't. <laughs> Emily calling A. Cut to Emily calling A. You didn't tell a. me that I had to give my number for romantic purposes. You just said give me, yeah, she has to have my number. Not not for a certain reason. There's a loophole it there. It was insinuated through the way A had texted her. Like, if she doesn't leave with your number, as in, like, if she, if you don't give her your number or, like, hang out with her to get Samara jealous or whatever, like, ruin your relationship, I understand that. Yeah, that, that was implied, but it was never right. said explicitly. That wasn't, that wasn't the contract. Okay. If, 
It wasn't stated yeah. in the contract. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I would tell A that I did what she wanted, bitch. Okay? I, I mean, really, all she, A had to see was her Emily give her the number. No matter, like, what does it matter what she says? So mm-hmm. if I was Emily, I would have just been like, hey, I had really a lot of fun with all of you guys and give all of them my number. Well, Emily doesn't do that. And Quinn no, sees it. Quinn, the Samara, Samara's best friend that she also went yeah. on a date with. Which, first of all, I haven't forgiven <laughs> Samara for that. I, I didn't even know they were together. <sighs> Every single one of Emily's girlfriends has sucked. Paige yeah. is the, it was at least entertaining. But Where is Paige? Where did she go? <laughs> Her and Lucas are hooking up in maybe, La La Land. Maybe she got stuck in the pool drain. I don't know, but she's oh, gone. Oh, no. <laughs> I just... Honestly, it was never resolved. It was kind of like after the fashion show, we didn't see Samara, and then she's in this episode and they're kissing. So it's like, mm-hmm. guys, help us out here. I know, but apparently they were together. But that's I mean, it's just ugh, I can't with that mm-hmm. whole scene. Um, the next scene is um, another Arya dream. Um, Why where are there she's... so many of them? I don't. One is enough. I don't know. Hey guys. Hey writers. One sex dream where she's not really sure about her feelings for Ezra and she thinks, like, she might have a crush on Jason. That's plenty. We get that. You don't mm-hmm. need to keep putting it in there. Well, they, they did it again. The exact same thing. And <laughs> it's unfortunately, we had to watch I don't her. understand. I can't give you a reason. I can't. But it, it's there. Yeah. Um, and that makes Arya even more uh, confused because... She thought she fixed it, which is having sex with Ezra, as if sex, like, fixes things in a relationship. I guess that's why it was put in again. They were like, oh, Arya thought she got rid of the problem. She Mm -hmm. had weird office, university office sex with her weird boyfriend, and she thought everything (laughs) would just resolve itself, and she's, like, still having these weird sex dreams. We Mm -hmm. had to put another one in there. Yeah. So, the... After that, um, that gross scene, um, we learn that Caleb's mom is rich. Yeah. Uh, but he does not want to call her. I think he obviously, you know, he resents her a little bit right now. Yeah. And, you know, that's just that's just part of the gig, really. Mm-hmm. It's always the kid that's been an orphan and then they find that their parents been living this lavish life without them and they're like, How could you do this to me? Yeah. And hate them. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't last very long. As we'll no. see later. He gets but over the, it really quick. Yeah. The, the next scene is uh, Emily just, again, talking to Arya and, like, about the fact of how she's worried about Samara. But, of course, the scene ends up becoming about Arya and her uh, her second sex dream about Jason. And surprise, Emily's surprise. even more concerned. I, I would be, too, if I was Emily. <laughs> but uh, after that, the next scene is... Oh, this is okay. The Ooh. next scene is a is a lesson in bad parenting one on one. This whole show is that. Uh, but we see, you know, again, Boyle and Ella having a kind of low key arguing about Mike, um, yeah. and that Mike has not left his room, and uh, Ella's like her response to that is, "Oh, he's fine. Like it's fine." totally She's dismissive dumb. it is what it is but i didn't understand why sh- they were like c- i didn't know this but mike has been not going to school i know that he's been mm-hmm. skipping school when he was fine i guess but now they're just like after the fight he had with ella 
um, she just let him stay home from school. <sighs> That's what I mean. Why? Her response to parenting is to literally not talk to her children. It's like, oh, my kid yelled at me. He needs to stay home from school. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and, and obviously, Boyle's like, I'm, I can't. What are you saying? <laughs> I have to go up and talk to him. And well, uh, this is this he, is kind of where it's like odd because yeah, Byron he does want to parent Mike, mm-hmm. even though it really is his entire fault. But Mike doesn't blame Byron, so it is what it is. But he like wants to parent him, and when he goes to try, he just like shuts down. Well, I think at least this time there was a kind of a reason for it because we see that Mike is basically depressed. Yeah. I mean, he's depressed. Yeah. He's just, like, staring um, like, into space in his room. Yeah, which is, like, that's, like, the, you know, Hollywood's number one key of depression. Yeah. So, just be in um, your room and stare at the wall. Yeah. Uh, and when Byron comes downstairs, um, you know, he sort of hints that he had a brother named Scott who, um, uh, I don't actually I don't know if it, if it's in this scene, but we'll talk about it anyways because it's the continuation. Yeah, it's it's basically connected. It's not right after yeah. it, but he does discuss. He's like, oh, he he, he reminded me of Scott, and I'm like, Scott, mm-hmm. is, did I miss something here? And he's like, my <laughs> brother. And then Ella's yeah. like, he's not your brother. So she gets mad. <laughs> but they kind of they kind of hinted that his brother maybe struggles with depression or maybe committed suicide or tried to commit suicide that's kind of like the implication there yeah and emily i mean uh ella made me so mad how she was so dismissive and she's like uh my son would never be like scott i can't believe you even said that but a lot of parents are like that that when they are like their kid is clearly showing that they're depressed they'll be like they're fine I honestly, I hope that that goes away as, like, parents, you know, no longer are the, the age, the, the, the Generation X, I think that's what they're called, mm-hmm. who, like, they always say that kind of shit all the time. But um, she just, which is kind of weird, it's like, she wants to, but she doesn't. I don't know. I really don't know how to read her or you know buy her, to, to be well, honest. She, let's call it what it is, okay? okay? Mike offended her when he yeah. said, oh, should I speak faster before you leave? Okay, she's being petty and being like, well, he doesn't want me anyways, so I'll just, I'll just won't talk to him. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is your fucking kid, okay? Talk to him. It's just so Don't be petty. Up. Can we just get to the root of this issue right now? Can we? Okay. Yeah. Again, like we said, it's not Ella's fault. Is it her fault for being a bad parent? I guess really not. I don't know. But it's not her fault that her husband cheated on her. At the end of the I day, it that. all winds down to Byron, but... He's trying to make more of an effort to parent him than mm-hmm. Ella is. So it's like, who's the bad guy here? We're not really sure. And we're forgetting the root of the issue. Well, yes. Okay, so Boyle did start this. But yeah. at some point, we have to put some blame on Ella because Ella has the opportunity to help it right now. But she's mm-hmm. deciding not to. So at this point, it's starting to become part of her problem as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I really, I don't like this side of Ella, this petty side of Ella who's like, no. well, if he doesn't want me anyways, and I'll just be the murderer and I won't go up there and talk to him. Dude, this is your kid. Like, let's I not, guess I could just not do that. take it with a grain of salt and just be happy that Byron is actually concerned and actually is showing, yeah. you know, actual feelings about his son and what his son is going through right now. 
because it actually is his fault. So he does probably have a feeling inside of guilt, maybe, and he does want to fix it, I would hope. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it looks like he really does consider, like, getting Mike some help because of what had happened to his brother that we're not completely sure of yet, I guess. Yeah, but he probably won't end up getting any help until Ella also is on board with it. I can guarantee it. Because Ella will keep saying to Byron, oh, don't worry about it. Don't do anything. It's fine. And Byron, being the idiot he is, is going to not do anything till the last possible second. It's also that, I don't know if Ella talks to Jason or he just takes it upon himself to because he has a crush on Arya, that he wants to talk to Mike about his, like, whatever he does, like, talking to kids that are, like, troubled or something. His and whole like, thing is, like, the kid doesn't even want to leave his room. What do you think? Jason's just going to come over every time he needs to do a meeting with him? Well, also, too, his whole thing, his specialty is kids who are getting into drugs. Right. Mike is not doing that. No. But he, so, it doesn't matter. He just wants to get an Arya's pants. So he's like, I'll help true. you with your brother. Yeah. So he's, oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, um, the next scene is Samara confronting Emily about giving her number to Zoe. And mm-hmm. uh, this scene also made me mad because, first of all, Samara, you're the one who literally went on a date in front of Emily with your best friend mm-hmm. turned girlfriend. Never going to so, let that go. Yeah. So why don't you calm the F down? All Emily did was give someone her number when you literally went on a date in front of her face. So let's not do that. Let's not be that mad. Also, I mean, Emily kind of does, like, go, like, oh, I, I just wanted to give her my number and so we could, like, hang out because I really had fun with her. Thank mm-hmm. God she said that, but she could have just said that in the beginning and avoid this whole mess. But whatever, yeah. whatever. And Samara's like, no, I'm just, I'm not going to talk to you until you actually tell me the truth. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. We'll never see you again then, I guess. Good riddance. Because okay. <laughs> I can't stand her. <laughs> oh, my God, the way you said that. Good riddance. I guess. I mean, we have to. Get, I don't think she's going to be there for the rest of this um, no show. So we're gonna get a, probably another love interest for Emily anyway. So this is probably the starting point of that, maybe. Hopefully, hopefully. All right. Well, the next scene after that is um, oh Jason coming over for Mike, which we've already kind of talked about how he's yeah. doing that. And then after that is um, Caleb just talking more about how he doesn't want to talk to his biological mother. So there's mm-hmm. just more of that going on. Um, <laughs> then after that is it, it's just a, a, a flash of Emily just staring at a picture of Samara on her phone, which is so creepy. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a bit much. It's, yeah. Oh, wow. But, um... We also see, though, Spencer trying to get her mom to leave so she can go um, break into Jason's shed. <laughs> yeah. And the mom mm-hmm. is going to visit Melissa, so mm-hmm. there's yeah. that. She's still alive. So She's, st- <laughs> she's still alive. She's still yeah. part of the show. Still alive and I think pregnant? Um, yeah, where... All right. Where, no, where's the baby? In her... She's pregnant. Still? Still. This timeline of the baby thing is really throwing me through a loop. Yeah, because honestly, I can't tell whether this show is, like, taking place in the same week or in the same year. I have no idea. Yeah, there's no way to really, You kind of just have to guess mm-hmm. and figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Okay, so the next scene is that thing we just talked about where Ella's being an idiot about Mike's depression. Yep. And where um, Byron brings up Scott. 
Yeah. I guess we'll figure out next episode who he, what actually happened to him. Maybe. Um, the next scene after that is really the one where, th- where the episode gets its title from. Yeah. Because uh, Emily and Spencer break in to Jason's, Jason's shed. shed. Mm-hmm. And this is, they find his dark room, because the shed is his dark room. And there's pictures all over the wall of, like, lips and hands and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and it turns to describe out, what a dark room really is, because I'm, I, I'm kind of shocked that this is in mm-hmm. this show i don't know i it just seems like too old for me but um it's that red room where they like develop old photography and like chemicals and all well that it's stuff. not old photography it's just photography it's not old but it's <laughs> kind of like an old like everything's digital now like no one's doing that and if you're still doing well, that today yeah. you really like love classical stuff yeah but like what's creepier a dark room or going on someone's laptop like I Obviously, know, a dark room's more, it's more moody, more of an right. aesthetic. It is so moody because it's so dark. I don't know how they're even seeing anything in there. Well, they have flashlights. That's very important, actually. I know, but I'm, I know they have flashlights, but it's so dark. Well, it's a dark room. It's in the name. Okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> I understand. I'm just saying this dark room, for anyone that's listening that hasn't watched the show, it, it's odd and scary and creep me out okay first of all if you're listening and you haven't seen the show why are you listening (laughs) (laughs) who are you what are you doing here yeah i want to meet you (laughs) we're gonna take pictures of you to put in our dark rooms yeah uh okay so so yeah they're pictures of aria and they also find um surveillance equipment as well Mm -hmm. to spy on aria duh yeah he's just trying to sneak a peek (laughs) that kind of hints at what i'm uh going into so for me even if jason is technically innocent and he had nothing really to do with allison's murder or anything like that Mm -hmm. it's creepy no matter what that he took pictures of aria like that so no matter where he comes out on this on the whole allison thing he will always be creepy yes Mm mm-hmm so that's kind I mean, of actually, to me, that just that just reiterates the fact that like okay, now we have really settled on settled on the fact that Jason is creepy. We've we've, we've it's already yeah done and over well, with. Because I know how the show is. I kind of understand how the show is already. So I know if anything, if this does get out to Arya, which it has to, it's going to come off as oh, he has such a big crush on her. Like, he loves her so much, and she's going to find it as cute and not as creepy. Even though we think it's creepy, they're going to be like, oh, he just loves her so much. That's such a cute thing. I just, I don't know. I don't think so, because of the way that Emily... I know, but the way that Emily and Spencer approach it doesn't make it seem like it's going to become that, because... They're always going to think that it's creepy, so they're going to, like, sit there with Arya and probably convince her that it's creepy. Because they can... They, being able to convince Arya things is very easy, so they'll probably, they'll probably be able to do that. Um, well, there's also going to be Jason in the back of her head, like, I just... You are my muse, and I just... You're just so beautiful. And she's going to be like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. hmm You know what? If he says, you're my muse, that... It's over. Because Turn someone like her would love to hear that. Well, <laughs> you yeah, know, she's the type. She's the type to be like, oh my god, yeah, John Mayer is my favorite artist. <gasps> That's who she is. You know it. Scary. You know it. 
It is I do know. It's that it uh, just at this point it's kind of like with her it's not surprising anymore because she's just mm-hmm. so awful that of course she would think Jason taking pictures of her in a dark room without her knowing is a compliment to her. Well, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that she won't like it. Let's so hope. we'll have both sides here. Uh, but yeah, so they also find surveillance equipment, which who knows what that's for. But it doesn't look like it's being used, so I don't know. But they, the most important thing, besides the Aria pictures, is that when they're leaving, they leave a, flash fi- a flashlight behind. Well, they leave because they hear Jason come home. So they're in a rush. They're well, in yeah. a hurry. They leave the light on, by the way, which is a red light lamp chain mm-hmm. thing on the ceiling again i hate it i hate the dark room thing it's the aesthetic though it's I'm moody mad. it's scary angry. it's horror movie i'm angry <laughs> <laughs> just have just take pictures on your iphone one please yeah, but on your iphone one <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay well yeah but the zoom in is not that good on the iphone one so you, you okay need... all right enough enough of the dark room nonsense <sighs> okay well the next scene is uh, us seeing that caleb has called his mom and it went well but that means that he's leaving for california asap yeah which i will have to say okay this it, it actually it's a very well acted scene you know they're both crying and holding each mm-hmm. other and all that kind of stuff he was so emotional yeah but i will say though that i saw the thumbnail for like the um for an episode that comes after this uh like five episodes later and he's mm-hmm. in the thumbnail so i know he comes back so he'll be, he'll be back well soon in this emotional <laughs> scene where he's like i'm leaving like right now mm-hmm. and she's like right now he's like yeah my mom wants to see me yeah well she lives in california yeah i'm leaving right now he's like well i know that i, c- I have to come back because i love you and she's like oh okay <laughs> yeah so but in my mind i thought that was gonna mean like he ain't coming back like it's gone he's it's over they but, wouldn't um they couldn't yeah i guess i guess he he maybe i don't know if he's endgame but i think he's close to endgame just like not quite though hmm. you know for 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 hannah and well if you hannah. saw him in the in the in a couple episodes down the road he comes back which is nice to know yeah all right so the next scene after that um is uh oh jason and aria they're speaking and um guess who's watching it's not a and it's technically not jenna but it's garrett and and jenna uh uh spying on on them and uh, once again um it's the same thing over and over of just jenna being like does aria know about jason then garrett saying no i don't think so and then they just drive off it's the same thing. <laughs> How do they time? hear what they're saying? They're in a car with the windows up. Hello? <laughs> I don't understand it. And then Jenna even goes as far to say, like, oh, whatever, I don't need you once I get my eyesight back, which all the girls don't want her to have. It's like, this is too much. I can't handle this. I, I, yeah, I don't I mean, if she gets her eyesight back, will she even need Garrett, like, at this point? Well, that's her boy toy, so I think, yeah, she'll, mm. she'll need him for other purposes. <laughs> oh, God. Gross. <laughs> Disgusting. Still forgetting the fact that Jenna's underage. Oh, I haven't forgotten. It's unfortunately stamped into my brain. Mm-hmm. The disgustingness of this, of, of every single relationship on this show, except Emily's and, uh, uh, what's her face? Hannah's. Spencer. They're the only oh. ones that aren't getting preyed upon. Um, that's true. 
also, like you said, I don't understand why they keep having them spy on Jason and Arya and go, do you think she knows? And just leave. Like, why (laughs) why does this keep getting brought up? We get it. You don't want her to know something. Do you think she knows? It's obviously... I don't know. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why? (laughs) I don't understand. It's telling us nothing. It's telling us nothing. It's literally giving us nothing. Every single time. It's pointless. You're wasting good American dollars on this stupid, not-needed scene. Not even American dollars, but just my time, which is better than American (laughs) dollars. I mean, those dollars are long gone by now. Yeah. Well, the next scene is um, Emily and Spencer trying to get a hold of Arya to talk to her about Jason. But guess Mm -hmm. what? She's talking to Jason. um, And (laughs) I know. I'm not even going to complete what I was about to say. I almost threw up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I almost threw up because Jason confesses his feelings to Arya and says, dude, I like you. Like, I like like you. This dude has no <laughs> boundaries for one, personal Mm-mm. space, and two, is such a frat boy that he doesn't even ask for consent that he just kisses her. He just assumes mm-hmm. that she has a crush on him. He's like, yeah, I'm going to win this one, and just goes right in for the smooch. Sir? Mm-hmm. Sir, you're in the middle of the Sir? town? <laughs> you're in the God. middle of the town. At least, at least, though, she can get away. <laughs> Because she gets away. And she's like, no, I can't do this. I'm already taken. And then runs off. Um, I mean, so, again, at least she got out. But uh, the next He should next snatch scene, her up and lock her up in that shed. <laughs> he probably will. Ooh. Ooh. Next, it won't be All a right. dark room. It'll be a red room. Uh-oh. Well, it technically already is a red room. All right. Can I have some... Can I have a life? Can I have... Can I have... <laughs> Can you let me have a good day? <laughs> Can you just let me have this one? Okay, yeah. You know, it doesn't and feel I'm, good. It doesn't feel good anymore. <sighs> okay, well... I'm losing it. <laughs> there is, this episode is making me lose it a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of making my brain, like, melt in a bad way. <laughs> I'm imagining um, your... Imagining your monkey... Torturing me. <laughs> monkey demon in the red room. <laughs> okay, I'm crying. All right, well, let's right. push through because we're, no we're so close to... No more coffee from Dunkin' Donuts for me ever again. Yeah, we're so close to the end, all right? So um, the next thing after that is uh, Hannah calling her dad and saying that she will be a bridesmaid. So she was like... He doesn't answer. That, what a horrible father. <sighs> yeah, well, not surprised there. Um... Mm. Then after that, the uh, the next scene is Spencer and Emily going back to the shed like absolute fools. You never go back to the scene of the crime. You never do that. But they did it. They don't and <laughs> well, well, they said it's to get evidence so they can prove to Arya like what is going on. Which um, I assume they were going to either like take a photo, like take a picture on their phone or take a, one of his photos of her. I, mean, I was found this in Jason's th- shed. Yeah, I was thinking they were going to steal it from his shed. They were going to steal a photo. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Um, but when they get there, unfortunately, it's cleared out because Jason found that flashlight. So he, and as like sort he of a nod quick. to the, yeah, as a nod to the people who broke in, he like leaves the flashlight there. In the middle of the room. Yeah. That's a little And, funny. um, 
Well, you know, I think that Jason, honestly, I think in his mind, he thinks that um, either Spencer's family, someone in her family did it, or he thinks, like, basically all I'm saying is I don't think that he suspects that Spencer and Emily did it. Are you sure about that? Yes, because I think that he already has... He has ideas in his head of who's after him, and that's why he has surveillance cameras. That's why, and also that's why he doesn't let anyone in his house because he already has an idea of who's following him. Like I think he came, I think he came to Rose back to Rosewood with an idea of who already is like after him, and I do not think that it's that he thinks it's Spencer and Emily. So you're saying to me that the very last scene of this episode is not Jason. Oh, yeah. I'm saying it's not. Hmm. So, there's think, two dark rooms in this town. Well, in my mind, I'm thinking that... Because the ending is an A ending, and it's a gloved figure, of course, um, developing photos. And the photo mm-hmm. is of Emily and... Um, uh, Spencer. And Spencer, you know, breaking in his into shed. the shed. Right. Yeah. I think that the show makes you want to believe it's him because it would make sense, right? I mean, we just saw his shed and we know I mean, he has surveillance stuff. does A have that picture? Yeah, but also, how does A get steroids and then how does they how does A All break right, into Hannah? Fine. You know what I mean? It's like, at It just point, makes more sense for Jason to have, like, security cameras in that room mm-hmm. and was waiting for, like, it was a trap and was waiting for something to happen and was like, oh, it's them. And, like, you know, knows it's them. I, I guess on surface level, it would make sense, but I just think the show's trying to make you think that. Like, I just... Because also, okay, too, fine. like, I just... I really think it's Mona. I really do. I can see where they're like, oh, you know, we want you to think it's Jason because you saw he had a dark room. You, you know, you saw the whole scene of everything. Mm-hmm. But the fact that A already went in there and put a camera that set up to, like, wait for them to come in and take a picture, it's just too much for me. I know it's too much, but I really do think that that A is low-key, like, messing with Jason, too, but Jason just doesn't know it yet. Mm. Okay, like, I, think I can he, believe that. I th- yeah, like, I think he knows someone is messing with him. That's why he's so reclusive. Like, basically, Spencer's thinking that he's reclusive because he's messing with them, whereas mm-hmm. actually he's reclusive because someone's messing with him. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, but but no matter what, no matter what, Jason is technically a creep for taking those pictures of Arya. So no matter how he comes out of this, he will always be a creep for right. that. You know? Yeah. So. Well, well that's the end. That um, was one crazy roller coaster yeah and the next episode uh i hate the title it's episode 10 touched by an angel very um subtle. yeah so there's that um and hopefully next week i won't have any demons to report on um i'm not gonna wish that upon you because it's entertaining Okay, Arya and Spencer and Emily. I actually want you to be <laughs> blind. I think it's, it's good. I, I actually don't want you to sabotage me. And I hope that you don't get any, you know, surgery to fix your demon dreams. Praying for my downfall. <laughs> I swear. This has been the Popular Table Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at popular underscore table on all those platforms. Also, 
please leave a rate and review on Apple Pod- on Apple Podcasts. That's where you usually listen to podcasts. Don't look at me like that. I'm not <laughs> also, looking. <at> you. <laughs> also, we will be posting new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're watching along with us, we would love to see your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram about the episode. Even if you aren't watching along, share what you think anyways. Thanks for listening and see you at the popular table.